Welcome to the Flash Flashcast, your um, your your uh, fish of the your chicken of the sea episode. My name is Lisa Schmeiser, and with me tonight, as always, are Tony Sindelar and Phil Moselak. And I am super excited to announce a special guest on our Flashcast tonight, David Lore. Not that Hi. special. Uh, well, I'm actually the a guest. Two. Let's just let's say a guest. Not a guest. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm. I'm you know Earth. what I like is that the sentiment comes from the millennial, and in, in, in everyone gets a trophy generation. I guess when everyone gets a trophy, no one is special. Yeah, yeah but see, I'm also. I'm the I don't Earth know how to David. act around company. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm. I, I'm the Earth Two David from the Unmatchable podcast. So I'm really excited. Uh-huh. To be here. Yeah. 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 I so. wonder if I wonder if our Earth Two doppelgangers have a podcast where they talk about Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, over there, it's good. Oh, well, there oh, you go. See? No. Ooh, ow, burn. This is where we start getting angry tweets. You're at least, monsters. You're all monsters. At least they keep saying that on the Zoom Zoom cast, so I don't... <gasps> oh, my... The, wait, what? <laughs> Get it? Because it's the the opposite of the oh, Flash Flashcast. Oh, there we go. Because <laughs> yeah. I was like, I love the name Zoom Zoom cast. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds fresh and exciting, not like our dull podcast. Of, yeah, no, <laughs> Flash Flashcast. Yeah, they, they pop through the breach, they listen for five minutes, like, no, there is nothing in this world for us, let's go back. <laughs> All right, so this was an episode... I love this word because this was an episode that was billed as being kind of ridiculous and a Jaws knockoff. And, oh, it's funny because it's a shark that wears pants. And then, like, the last few minutes are a total sucker punch. Um, and and vintage flesh, if you can have something that's been vintage after a scant season and a half. Um, shall we kick off the recap? And then we'll start talking about our general episode impressions and then move into segments like I'm No Scientician and the Conspiracy Corner, which I suspect will be crowded with all four of us yammering away tonight. <laughs> It could be. Could very it well could be. be. Mm-hmm. All right, how, Phil. How many? Yeah. Let me know when I can count you down. Anytime. You're ready. I'm ready. Okay. Four, three, two, go. Okay, look, we're back from the fallout from Earth 2. And things have happened. A guy died. His name is Jay, which put Caitlin back into the emotional turmoil that she's uh, known so well. Uh, so we have to worry about her. But we also have to worry about discussing what happens on Earth 2 stays at Earth 2. But anyway, let's move on. Wally and Barry are trying to get together, being brothers in love, uh, over-engineering. That kind of works out, kind of not so much. But the truth starts to slip. Uh, Cisco bleeds a little bit about a little Killer Frost, and Barry gets a little upset about things that have happened at Earth 2. Wells and Jesse, our, bo- our boy Harry, is being a father again using science. And then the massive King Shark comes to play, the best villain we've seen, well, arguably anyway, uh, Mm -hmm. coming with Diggle. We steal Diggle! Yes! So here we go, showdown, we electrify some water, but what's the real point of this? We get to see Zoom revealed as Jay? What? All right, that was a minute and five seconds, but I think we can be forgiven because of that reveal at the end. Thank you. That was pretty solid. Thank you. So yeah. Yeah, that this is the thing the um the, the 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 handsome slab of Teutonic meat that's been playing the man we thought was Jay Garrick is revealed to be Zoom, but he brought back a dead Jay Garrick looking body. Also possibly Jay or Zoom, who knows? So um, that's what happened in the stinger. But let's talk about the episode that came before because it ha- it has everything. It has cast members from Arrow. It has angry brotherly tension. It has Caitlin playing jokes on Cisco. Um, 
on this. Oh it, my gosh, it has it has, it has a, a shark a, ripping a living room yes. to pieces. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it's a great episode. I I loved I loved um I loved the shark. I love that everyone is like thrown by the shark oh. wearing pants. Yes. <laughs> Like that gets commented on repeatedly over the course of the episode. I, it's I it's was... very much a detail from the tick, yeah. in a good way. In a yeah. good yeah. way. Uh huh. He's a very modest shark, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, I'm really. Your genitalia is inside you. It's it's hard. Well, and you know mm-hmm. it's complicated but when you're a shark. Be, being a shark, it has to keep moving or it'll die. So yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, I'm really glad that King Shark is not dead. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm really glad that he was he was basically just a one one joke, at, but he's back and he gets a whole episode. Um, and you know I think they have to be very strategic with their with their King Shark CGI because mm-hmm. like you can only show so much of him. And like I think they did a pretty good job with like we we get a lot of we get a lot of yeah. King Shark and doing different things. I mean he he eats some people and then they cut to a commercial break, which was like that's a good way to make the scene with him very short. Uh, he tears up apparently like. The West family house no longer has yes. a roof in one corner. That Maybe that'll be fine next week. That was, that was strange. Yeah. It was terrifying because I was like legitimately, I legitimately jumped on the sh- on the couch because I was not expecting it because they're having their conversation <laughs> and Wally's beginning to, to, to needle Barry a little bit. And then all of a sudden, like, the roof gets torn off and this shark comes in and I was like, what the? Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, clearly he's not a fan of craftsman architecture. I mean, yeah, that's... No, that's a crime because craftsman. Yeah. God, yeah. I, I mean, I I loved the preview last week. I loved the promotion. You know, even to the point of changing their logo to the Jaws style. Mm-hmm. I loved all the the little touches, like the guards on on King Shark's tank before he escapes, calling him Bruce, which yes. is the mechanical shark. Yeah. You know, it was just really nicely done. They clearly, I mean, like, they had a lot of fun with this episode and, and oh, like, yeah. the marketing, the writing yeah. for it, like, and it's kind of great. I mean, you know, in some ways, like, this is just a filler episode to get to that two-minute stinger at the end, but, like, they were clearly, like, we're going to have a lot of fun with this thing, even if there's not going to be anything that really advances the overarching plot of the season in, in huge, uh, earth-shaking ways. Like, we're going to have a giant CGI shark and it's going to do ridiculous stuff and that's going to be fun. But now Tony has like actually I feel like this was a deliberate decision though, because after the incredible tensions of the last two episodes, because you had this interdimensional caper, and then on top of that you have the tension of people running into doppelgangers and trying and failing to remember that these doppelgangers are not the same people they dealt with. And you've got a rescue thing that goes awry and you've got fraught relationships and so on and so forth. I think what they were trying to do this episode is let everybody relax a little bit and have some fun. And that also makes the reveal that much more effective because by the end of this, you're like, Oh my God, we had a shark with pants and Lila and Dingo were here and they were a lot of fun. And then, you know, you see what's going on with zoom and you're like, oh my god! <laughs> but it wasn't a and throwaway. Because you're totally not expecting it. Yeah, it wasn't a throwaway metahuman, which we've no. kind of seen while the gang was, you know, playing Scooby Doo snacks on Earth too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, having sat through many series that do filler episodes in the middle of arcs, uh, mm-hmm. this was a really nice way to do one because, yeah, it, it was just fun. Um, and you weren't sitting there going, gee, why aren't they bothering with this other storyline? Because there was enough in this to anchor it. It was enough to to occupy their time. And then you have that great reveal at the end. 
And the interplay between characters was nice. It wasn't exposition yeah. city. It yes. was it was real. Yeah, I, there were they, they got to be humans. Well, there were a couple really great conversations I wanted to focus on, and um, this was this was actually Joe's episode in a lot of ways, where you know he mm. he explains to um, you know he he lays it out for Wally what it's going to be like, and then he fathers Barry when Barry breaks down and starts crying and needs it. And uh, just the fact that Joe can be relied on to be Joe in this universe where Barry needs him to be Joe is fantastic. But I also really loved the Cisco Caitlin uh, bookends. First one, yeah. he has the talk, and he's like, I'm afraid you'll turn to Killer Frost. And she, and then when she punks him, and I love that she did that. You know, it, it was just a, a great little. Um, and another reason I love that is because it foreshadows the J reveal. So it's a mm-hmm. nice little parallel that happened right there. Yes, and um, I, I like how tightly that that whole I like how tightly this whole episode hangs together, and I like that Barry is actually having a real problem with everything that's happened in the last year or so because it makes sense that he would, and he hasn't had a lot, whole lot of time to process it or a whole lot of space to process it. But you know, he's had to watch his mother get killed. He's had to, you know, his dad's gone off the grid doing whatever it is he's doing this season. One Wells betrayed him. The other one is not that friendly toward him. Um, there's a new son in his family so he might so he's on some level he's got to be worried about being pushed out by the quote-unquote real son um you know one woman that he loved had her fiance killed so she's taken herself off the market the other one he was falling in love with has taken herself off the show (laughs) he's got somebody who's (laughs) determined to beat the crap out of him um that's a lot to process oh yeah well and a lot of i mean i've seen a lot of things saying Oh, this season, it's really just sort of a carbon copy of last year with the reverse flash and all that. Mm. But there's there's more at work here. There's a lot of duality, right? It's not just the doppelgangers, but having another son, having another girlfriend who then vanishes. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, all of these really nice dualities that they've built up Mm -hmm. and and they're and they're tracking them too. it's not just, you know, a random thing that pops up here and there. And one of the themes that I really liked in the last couple of weeks is, you know, he goes over to earth two and the Joe over there calls that Barry very selfish, uh, which is a shock in the moment. And then, but the more you think about it and and the more it's tying into how our Barry, Mm -hmm. you know, this, this is all trailing off of his mother's death. Yeah. Right. And everything that, that that has happened has spun out of that moment, Mm -hmm. which, and, and him trying to change it or fix it or not. And and it was sort of like, oh, that's a really nice grace note because that's not necessarily being selfish, but it's a, it could be interpreted that way. Yeah. And that is a consistent trait among the different berries. Then it just manifests in different ways. Mm-hmm. Really like I really like what they're doing just in terms of character growth this year. Did Wally? Does he deserve to be as jealous of Barry as he is in this episode? I it's I don't know it, it he's a I little unevenly they're, written um yeah. they're, they're which I struggle the with writers want to do that it's not I and don't it, think and that's we, I mean it was the hard thing where I mean I guess he and Joe have the heart to heart at the end of the episode where he like I guess is telling Wally for the first time like you know Barry saw his mom get killed and his dad wrongly go to jail and and I guess that hadn't come up before yeah. which felt weird um yeah. and his reaction to that didn't seem wasn't uh, you know it was a little weak um 
So I I don't know. I'm still I I, I I'm interested to see where that character goes, and I think they're doing some interesting things with him, mm-hmm. but he feels inconsistent. And to me, kind of the weakest part of this episode mm-hmm. was the two scenes where while uh, where Barry's trying to help Wally with his engine. In part, also because it's like, why does Barry know anything about mechanical engineering all of a sudden now? Well, and, um, it's like, and the computer stuff. And I thought, okay, yeah. so is this more foreshadowing that he's going to start building out Gideon and the metahuman detectors? Because I feel like this is what yeah. we're going it, with this. It just me- more felt like, you yeah. know, Barry knows technology. That's Barry like the same as everything. Barry knows street stuff. And that's not, no way an uncomfortable stereotype. Yeah. Are they gonna, oh, well, God. are they going to build a flash car then? Is So that the team can keep up with him? Oh my god! I want to. I, I want to be clear that the, the oh. flash car would be the worst superhero tie-in action thing ever. You know <laughs> that there is an episode in the Justice League where the Flash like finally gets some money and he buys a car, it's and people really are like, "You van. don't need a car. People you can run everywhere very fast. Awesome. It makes no sense." <laughs> what I really enjoy is how much is is how much like it, in that animated episode, mind you. What I really enjoy is how fast he blows through all of the money. <laughs> And it's it's just he spends it on really awful irresponsible stuff. It's, whoever wrote that character had a great time with it, obviously. But but yeah, it's um, I feel I again I liked when Joe actually checked Wally and was like, "That's enough, Wally." When Wally was like, "You're just yeah. a coward," and Joe exploded and stood up for Wally. And I thought, you know, given how tentative he's been with his own relationship to Wally and all the stuff he's dealing with, good for him for like automatically snapping too and and taking care of Barry when Barry needed it. Yeah, I mean, I thought he was a little gratuitously um, snotty to 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 Barry. It was sort of like, "Oh, so you're a coward?" Then it's like, really? To be fair, if I if I was beset by a giant shark and the person who was right next to me disappeared without asking me about my well being, I would probably be furious. Yeah, but I mean, I I would just think it. I mean. It, it's sort of like presumably they've told him enough about Barry that you know that he is cool yeah. and that he is a good guy. Um, I mean, obviously they haven't told him the secret, but it's sort of like I don't know. It was just sort of they, they could have been more subtle about it. They could have written that with a little bit more nuance. I don't know. Have you? Did you just listen to yourself? They, they could have been more subtle. Wait, what? I know. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I I always struggle a little bit because I'm still I'm not a hundred percent clear on like how young Wally is supposed to be, because uh, like is he a petulant teenager? I mean I guess he's about he's applying for college. I don't know if he is applying for college. Yeah. At, you know, as, like as an eighteen year old because like the actor is clearly well, in his mid twenties. Um, let's see. You know. Well, well, Mrs. X Joe has not been around since Barry at least, so that's what at least fifteen years. But she had left, like, they're not really sure on when Mrs. X-Jo takes off, but it has to be when, um, when, I'm blanking on her name, and she's only, like, the love of Barry's life. Um, Iris. It has to be when Iris was small enough to buy the story that Mommy died, as opposed to Mommy has decided to, uh, ride the dragon for a while, or whatever it was she was doing. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so, what, that's 20 years? So, yeah, he's going to college since his mid-20s. All right. Well, he's been busy riding race cars, so you know, earning some cash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and how about stealing Diggle? I loved it. <laughs> I liked it, especially. I, I mean, in part because he's kind of there. He's there to give Barry the 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 you know outsider perspective punch up talk at the end yeah. that he yeah. needs, right? Right. Yeah. Um, Something that um, the people he knows he wouldn't listen to. Yeah. But 
but it's okay coming from someone totally outside this who has experience with superheroes. Yeah. And I have to I I think it was nice that we got Lila too. I feel like she got to kind of do more in this episode than she ever gets to do in like Arrow. Yeah. In mo- at least most Arrow episodes. Yeah, um, I feel I feel like Diggle and Lila are underused as a as a pairing if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Not just as a romantic pairing, which like they have not sunk any time into ever on Arrow, but as a professional pairing cuz it I always got the sense that part of the reason the relationship worked was they really like working together. Mm-hmm. And here you can actually see how that how that works in action, and I loved it. Um, well, it was a nice pivot point from the Arrow mm-hmm. previous. Yeah. So, so I I like Diggle more. Diggle, I like the idea of Diggle mm. just like sitting back and you know he occasionally like and like what I would have liked more is if we had seen him interact with Wells and maybe give him like a double a double take or something. <laughs> <laughs> Or, but I, I loved it at the very end when uh, they're together and and Barry zips away and, and she just kind of looks after that. him like, uh, yeah that that was that was kind of freaky. He's like, yeah, yeah, see, see, yeah. It was just it was a very human reaction. It was really nice. Yeah. Is, no, uh, I like that they can't handle that. Like they're okay with assassins coming back from the dead. Like that is like <laughs> apparently normal for 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 Star City. But like the minute somebody has superpowers, it's it freaks them out. Now, what about Harry and Jesse? I mean, are they going to be living in Star Labs? I mean, it seems like a big facility. You could have a you know pretty nice place, uh, even though everybody just seems to go to the lab most of the time. You know, I, something I've I've come to accept on this show is that like there's no explanation for where do people actually like live or what they how do they pay rent? Because uh, yeah. like for the I like to imagine. Well, yeah, I mean, like except for now people, they don't have a roof. They're renting out yeah. the old labs for space or something. Like they put well because it's like on you know, list, you know, do like do Caitlin and Cisco draw a paycheck from Star Labs? You know, how yeah. does that work? Uh, where Barry Barry lives with the West right now, right? Does he um, still? I thought he had an apartment. Uh, no, he was under his bed. No, he was upstairs. Yeah, I think he's there. I don't actually remember where Iris lives right now. Yeah. I, I guess Jay has an apartment that we don't care about over on like well, the, the boring side of town. He? That takes us to Conspiracy I, Corner. Dun, yeah, dun, they they gotta start asking for uh you know Because this is the thing is is when you think about it, like all of a sudden everyone's like, Oh, it's Kaiser says it because um all of a sudden all the questions we've been asking all season, like where has Jay been keeping himself for eight months, and how is he grooming himself, and what is mm-hmm. he doing for money? And because we ask those questions, what's his a lot. credit rating like? Yeah, yeah, we ask those questions a lot in the early episodes, and the answer is, oh no, he just zips back and forth between Earth One and Earth Two because he's Zoom, um, which is apparently where they're going with this. So, or is he Zoom? And um, when he took Caitlin to see his quote unquote doppelganger, I was like, oh, he's a sad orphan named Zolomon, and we can't bug him, and he can't save me because I'm dying. Um, <laughs> was he maybe trying to dissuade Caitlin from talking to that guy because he'd be like, no, my name is Jake Eric. I'm totally well adjusted. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I, I have to say, my, in some ways, no. this was like the perfect reveal because yes. I don't think it actually answered any of my questions. No. Because <laughs> I don't actually. More. I don't actually understand anything about who is who or how yeah. does the world work or and like I, who is the guy in the iron mask still yeah. um cuz yeah I, maintain, I, I have more questions. I maintain that we have never met anyone actually named Jay Garrett. There are no Jays, that's your theory. <laughs> the zero well, J so far. Zolomon, like so zero, far in the show. Because zero J exploit. Um, if you if you think about it. <laughs> oh, ow, that's oh, zero J every, exploit needs to be the, the episode title for this cuz that is just genius. That's true. Thank you Tony. Every every doppelganger mm-hmm. has looked exactly like the the other, right? Mm-hmm. Cisco looks like Cisco. Caitlin looks like Caitlin. Barry looks like Barry. 
and Jay Garrick looks like Hunter Zolomon. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make sense. Why would they go to the point of showing us someone and then saying, oh, well, we can't bother him because he's actually he was adopted and his name is Hunter Zolomon, and, and there is no Jay Garrick in your, your Earth now. And, 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 and that's, that's Earth 2J saying that, right? He's saying there's, there's no point in, in looking for him because he's not there and that guy's named Zolomon. And, and that way, if you run into anyone named Zolomon, well, he's going to look like me. It's, it's okay, right? Because he's Hunter Zolomon, who in the comics is Zoom. You know, it's like, you know, so, so I don't mm. think we have ever met anyone named Jay Garrick yet. So now, you think it's Hunter Zolomon with a long con? Yep. And what he did is he posed as Jay Garrick, so that way the real Jay Garrick would be instantly d- discredited. Possibly. Either either way, he he wants the speed of the Flash, our Flash. Okay. Now we know mm-hmm. that our Jay quote who died, then <laughs> Zoom Jay, same guy. Well, they look the same. Right. Then the guy in the iron mask is Jay. So there's three of them. Are now, we sure about that? I think the guy sure in the iron mask is, is Henry. No, nope. honestly, yeah. I yep. think because I, I think that would explain why he's been absent all season. Tony, tell him there's there's compelling neck data, <laughs> breaking breaking <laughs> neck data news. Mm-hmm. There are close-ups of the neck of the guy in the iron mask uh-huh. uh, that show a mole that the actor who plays Jay also has. So, oh, good lord, wow. So yeah, well, I I think that compelling they're going. Neck data. That's right. That is compelling neck data, and it it bolsters my theory that they have been going and mining Jays and Zolomons from other from across Earths. the multiverse. That's ah. right. So you're you're taking the, is... the Jet Jet Li's the one theory where it's there's one Hunter Zolomon slash J traveling across the multiverse, killing the others and harvesting their power. Correct. Awesome. Possibly if you, something's which, which happening. Does work for me. Yeah. If you didn't follow my 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 story there, I recommend kind I kind of recommend watching Jet Li's The One from two thousand one. <laughs> what I really <laughs> the finest Jet Li this... movie available in two thousand one. So when <laughs> we finally when we finally get a reveal and when Star Labs finally figures it out, like <coughs> pardon me, there's part of me that hopes that like season three is them just violently distrusting everybody. <laughs> So I, I I don't know. I have more questions. The other thing, well, so I mean, there's the reveal that Zoom sure looks a lot like Jay Garrick. Uh, there's also the one line of dialogue that he has, uh, which I think is interesting and maybe worth dissecting at length. Uh, which is, and I guess he's just talking to the guy in the iron mask. Uh huh. This is a complication. This is a complication. That, yeah, that's, that that's is a an long interesting. Time. That is an interesting thing for Zoom to say to anyone, right? Um. Because it kind of suggests that maybe he didn't mean to kill, yeah, Jay Garrick, um, or 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 that yeah. version of Zolomon or whatever. Well, his his assumption was that the last person through the breach was Barry, yeah, and yeah. so, and so he, he was gonna... through the breach. There's a flash. Oh, so but, but we're one. still talking about one dude who looks like Jay Garrick just killed another dude who looks like Jay Garrick. We're supposed to assume that a Jay Garrick or a Hunter Zolomon is Zoom. Who is the dead body? How does it relate to the guy in the suit? Like, I, I still have no idea. I don't like, think that right. that guy named well, Jay Garrick ever had powers. And I think mm-hmm. somehow he's been brainwashed or, or something. I, I think he was 
And he's always been decaying because a, well, this is another theory that I'm going around with, but I don't like. Oh, he's like. like a clone. The there you go. Well, there you go. Clones disintegrate. Now, Ooh. could he be a clone who doesn't know he's a clone? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, there could be that. <laughs> um, I, I, I've just resisted no the clone idea. I, it's bad. But I, I, but I mm-hmm. like the idea of twins. Yes. I think you got to you got to bring up the, the twins. Duality. Also it so plays into the uh, the man theory. in the iron mask, right? Because the yeah. classic man in the iron mask is the guy who the French king who imprisons his twin brother yeah. and locks right. him up and he has to put the iron mask on so that the captors don't. Nobody knows don't. it's the twin. Yeah. Nobody that's knows right. it's the and, twin. And that's and why he spells out J. Okay, yeah. I'm yeah. Off the Henry he gets, train. He gets really upset. Uh look, our draft is kaput at this point. Yeah. And so but yes. he gets super upset with Barry when he says, no, Jay didn't come with us. And yeah. almost as if, no, I'm Jay. That's no, right. No, you idiot. Jay's right here. Yeah. Right. So and does if you that look mean that they're, they're, up, did, if, are there four Jays, though? Pot, well, if, you, point, if they're harvesting like from across the... Because are, are they're harvesting two, across the multiverses, then probably Well, or not. are there just, are there four from, are there two from Earth 1 and two from Earth 2? Um, Maybe. Well, and, and if you look at that close-up uh, in, in the King Shark episode, when he reacts to Zoom showing up, that, that look at his eye kind of looks like the actor who's playing Jay. Mm-hmm. Which was kind of interesting. It's not a mole, it's... Mm-hmm. I just really hope there's a reveal like there was at the end of The Usual Suspects where someone like puts it all together and says, Oh! Because the other thing that occurred to me... Um, Remember in the season finale for season one, you see the Jay Garrick helmet, and we were all like, ah, because it was very exciting to right. see the Jay Garrick helmet. And um, Yobard Thon goes, That's my cue to go. And I thought, Oh, and at the time, all of us who were comic nerds were like, It's because it's Jay Garrick, and he's awesome and virtuous. And I thought, What if it's because he actually associates that with Zoom, and Zoom is bat crap crazy and me? And, and Zoom just travels across the multiverse going after, after every speedster, yeah, including exactly. reverse right. flash versions. Right? Exactly. And he sucks right. down reverse yeah. flash versions so just like he does a flash version. We've got... We have so we've, many theories. We have a lot of theories. I'm yeah. trying to classify them. And people, okay. there are variations on theories. Yeah. So there's... We, we I believe we discussed last week the, the Jekyll and Hyde theory. Mm-hmm. Seems like we're a little less... I like that one. There's, a, there's some yeah. elegance to that one. Yeah. It's a little trickier in that we've now seen like... Zoom walking around without, uh, with the corpse of Jay Garrick and dropping the corpse of Jay Garrick on the ground and pulling his ha- his hood off and being like, "I'm Jay Garrick too," right? Mm-hmm. So the the Jekyll Hyde doesn't feel as compelling as it did a week ago. No, <laughs> there's uh, some kind of clones. Um, they're related, some kind of twins. Uh, there's also there's traveling across the multiverse. Uh, there's also the you know, or, or is there a time traveling version of these? Like, is is one of the, is Zoom? you know, evil, evil Jay Garrick from the future. Um, that's like, that's like a solid five crazy wild theories there. I love it. Uh-oh. Let's see if we can have it up to 10 by the end of the season. They are all just <laughs> lunacy. <laughs> and, and some of them can coexist. It doesn't have to be just one of those theories. No, it can be, it can be time, tra- time traveling qu- twin clones. Time traveling twin clones. Yeah. Um, harvesting across the multiverse. Or yes. also sending them out. And then that, there you go, season three. And again, by yeah. that point, my hope is that team, that, that team flash is so violently distrustful of all, stra- of all strangers. And even the people they know, they're like, we cannot take anyone at face value. 
Oh, they're still not gonna, they still like you know maybe they'll put up like a like a fence around Star Labs because even Diggle and Lila just walked into the command center. It's Everyone like hey, walked, yeah. <laughs> they got pass they, just, keys. they don't they, they don't have a like, set. Team, I figured the lobby. team arrow is allowed in and out because they were all part of the the. the you the... think they should have to like ring a doorbell though, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, in Earth too, they got sliding doors. I guess I'm, I'm just saying. When people walk into Star Labs, you shouldn't go, surprise! That's really not a good <laughs> they, plan. Well, yeah, why don't they have, like, a little webcam up in front of the doors? <laughs> it, but, you know, if Cisco has feeds for many humans and, and all sorts of other data feeds, why can't he just set up, like, a camera by the entrance so that they're not so Or just, like, like yeah. a floodlight with a motion sensor? Yeah. Like, so, or, or, like, know. a yippy dog. You know, you on, know a, a dog that loses its mind every time somebody walks across the threshold. Like a little Yorkshire Terrier is yeah. like, absolutely. Uh, on the Cisco Actually, tip. that is one thing. Like, if you've got an enormous Star Labs that no one is using, I don't know why somebody hasn't just, like, released a pack of feral dogs in there. They could go live in the former <laughs> chemistry ring. No one would notice. Do you know what happens when we release feral dogs into a reactor? That's how you get dog That's, would That's watch how you get that dog men, Caitlin. That's King like dog. season four. Season four is yeah. just like Central City is now being harried by a pack of wild dogmen who also rob banks. I would love uh, that. Oh my god. It would be a nice me? break from all the who is who and why are they turning on Star Labs and I don't know enough about dogs. What kind of dog would be in charge of the, the dog pack? I feel like it would oh, be an Australian, an Australian shepherd dog. Australian okay. wolfhound. There you go. Okay, because I, I feel like that would be... A, you'd have, like, five or six dogs, and they'd each have personalities, and, and, the and German, you'd have different the German, sizes. The German Shepherd face would look dogs. better. Mm-hmm. The, the henchmen would be the Border Collies. Right. Too small. I, I, I feel I, like you'd have a pack of yeah, Corgis as your face. Yeah, but they're facemen. good. They're, they're good at hurting everyone. <laughs> you'd have a pack right. of Corgis as your face, men, because everyone would just think they were so cute. Uh-huh. And they'd go from there. The Greyhounds would be super fast, but they'd spend, like, 23 hours a day sleeping. All right, let me bring King us back. B- back. Sorry. L- 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 let's I'm, go I'm back. King Doge? <laughs> I'm a, All right, we'll, we'll uh, go uh, back to the much, actual show. Much and... terror. <laughs> so Come violent. on, Terrier. All right, so <laughs> on, on, the, on, on the tip of Cisco, he obviously is going to learn how to vibe with the glasses in a different way. Mm-hmm. It sounds like... Seem, seems like that's inevitable, right? Yeah. yeah, and I'm thinking, well, he saw powers, and... Mm-hmm. Is he the one that's going to end up opening up the gates? Between sure. like all the different, uh, what do they call them? All the different worlds. Yeah. Can't... Well, they they or they got to go back to Earth too, right? So we're, we're going back to. to Earth too before right. the end of the season, right? Um, because and so yeah, if I'm not mistaken, it, not have... he can do that. Can he not? Yeah. What? Yeah. Why not have Cisco do it? Right. Not, yeah. Yeah. Why not have Cisco? Figure... Well, also remember that at the end of season one, they had. They showed all sorts of alternate realities because you also see mm-hmm. the reality where, where uh, Henry's the actor who plays Henry was a Flash too. So it's entirely possible that Cisco tries to vibe. They end up in a different Earth. They get a brief from like yet another Harry Wells that oh my God, some lunatic named Zoom came by and stole our Flash, and they realize that Zoom is in fact traveling across multi across the multiverse. Are we done with Reverse Flash? And- uh no, he'll come back. She'll, he'll Probably come back. not. Yeah. Yeah. And and of course we know that when they zipped over to Earth two, we passed a, a a quick little existence where we saw Supergirl flying by, and we know Barry is going to show up on Supergirl yeah. very shortly. 
So yeah, he's so that's going to happen like on the way to Earth too, right? Yeah. He's going to get be bouncing he's gonna across get, a couple of places. Yeah, yeah, I think that's... he's going to be like, "Hey, I'm in. Oh, I I was trying to get to Earth too, and here I am." You know, yeah. and and clearly, in Supergirl when, when world. The... I can spare forty two minutes to help so you deal you with whatever you're doing. So this is your so this is your working theory is that Supergirl is actually in a parallel world, and this is how they yeah. get well, the DC movies yeah, I mean, that's... with a different Flash. Right. That's yeah. That way, they don't have to worry about it being on separate networks and staying totally consistent. But you know, I mean. It's it's it was sort of like you know they're passing on the way when the when those actual breaches were open and you see all these really nice little in jokes and references and now those breaches are closed so whatever method they find to travel is not going to be as direct or efficient so boom he appears in in whatever national city I've watched mm. every episode and I can't remember the name of the city it's national it's city. almost like it's a fictional place so. <laughs> what what. Um, to hell you say. Just outside Chicago. Yeah. They're all just outside. Except Chicago. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh apparently exists. And Detroit. Yeah. Detroit on this week's Arrow. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. They, you, they're not picking your world-class. No offense, Pittsburgh and Detroit, but, you, you know. All right. You're uh, not world-class cities. I don't know why you get to As a native Pittsburgher, um, I just want to make sure that I, to, all, all negatives on that just go straight to Tony. I would, you know... I I grew up outside Pittsburgh for a while. That going to Pittsburgh was the big city for many years of my life. So, oh, wow. all right, all right. Um, Maybe he's okay. But I, I grew know. up in Pittsburgh. One of my favorite take uh, that restaurants is the Church Brew Works in, mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh, a, a deconsecrated Catholic church that is now a brew pub. That's one of the great things about the Northeast is they have a lot of deconsecrated churches that they've moved into other other ventures. Like that was the computer lab at the college I went to. Oh, it was, a de- yeah. was a deconsecrated monastery. Anyway, Pittsburgh is awesome, and <laughs> Pittsburgh is awesome. We're going to see Supergirl. This there episode are... brought to you by Pittsburgh. <laughs> Pittsburgh <laughs> rocks. Yeah. Pittsburgh rocks. That's right. Wait. But, uh, we, yeah, this episode, the, I think the genius of this episode is the, the, the bulk of it is this very solid fish story. A um, fish out of water story. Womp, womp, you know, sharks with pants. Everyone was like sharks with pants, and it is kind sharks of funny when you think about it. Like this is a no, this no, is a ten foot tall shark with crazy with muscles, pants. and yet he's like, no, no, no one can see my buns. And <laughs> and and how does he get pants that large anyway? Do you think he? Do you think any tailor is going to tell him no? Uh, well, well, that's true. I mean, I there's got to be like a market in in the comic book world for like stretchy pants too, because like yeah. how do I mean how do the <laughs> Hulk's pants, pants not rip? Right, that's right. you know, well. that's like I mean that's just that's that's, that's just a convention of the I, show because that yeah. doesn't make I any think, sense. I think that's why the Hulk was overcompensating. You know, I'm just saying if the if the Hulk can get pants that don't rip, why doesn't he just get a shirt made out of the same material? Where are the answers? <laughs> Follow the pants. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the I think the pants. reason he wears pants is because you can't have a movie where you see the Hulk's block and tackle as he's hitting people. That would just be really distracting. <laughs> this was all just a setup Hulk to get somebody smash. to say Hulk's block and tackle. So I'm, I'm done. My yeah. work here. Your work is the flash cast. Is no, but this episode is great because a lot of it's just, oh, it's it's, it's a fish story I, and Barry's kind I of was also and then, a little confused. Like, mm-hmm. why is King Shark such a great swimmer when he doesn't actually really have that many fins because he's no. so much human? And I was like, uh, uh, no. you're a big shark. I'm not going to argue. You know, like you're an Ninja Turtle. Yeah, but like, shouldn't he have to have like fins? <laughs> well, Are you going to argue with him? No, I mean, I guess maybe no. it's just he has a really high like opinion of himself. That's that's his second power. It's, it yeah, part of it's just confidence. Like he'll never turn into a shark. Um, if he's got shark muscles, then the way the blood circulation works is they're highly oxygenated for quick bursts of speed. 
Thank you. And, well, no. Okay, there's this really great book by Susan Casey called The Devil's Teeth, and it's about the researchers who studied the sharks off the Farallons, off the coast of San Francisco. And so she goes into loving detail about all the crazy stuff that makes sharks so good at being sharks. And uh, sharks are one of four fish species. I can't recall the other mm-hmm. three. Like, I'm pretty sure one is a, a breed of tuna. Anyway, long story short, sharks are one of four species that have hyper-oxygenated blood and so their muscles are crazy oxygenated. And that just means more speed and faster recovery from, from sprinting sessions, which mm-hmm. is probably what makes them great. And then they also have those super, they, they've got all the sensors up and down their body so they can read electrical currents and, you know, they, they can smell all sorts of stuff too. And I mean, if he's got the electrical currents in the muscles, he really doesn't need to have the, 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 ver- the, the vertical, orienta- vertical orientation tail. He can just kind of like, I'm dolphin kicking, enjoy the irony, and go from there. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway. One, one thing I, I was a little disappointed in. Uh-oh. And it's a silly thing. And it's not really a big thing. But, but um, I have to mention it anyway. <laughs> at the end when he, you know, they're... they're uh, when Cisco mentions, you know, you're, you're being Quint, and Harry goes, you know, Quint dies, right? Oh! It would have been really nice if in Earth 2 somebody else died in, in their jaws. Yeah. And it's like, no, 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 they're fine in this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, either way, she's the one who dies. I you sort know, of just... like the idea. I sort of like the idea that, that Jaws is actually such a perfect movie that it remains the same from, from uh, World true. to World. Either that or I like the idea that Harry has become like a weirdly specific pop culture nerd while he's been here. <laughs> I, well, that's true. I mean, what what is he going to do to kill time at Star Labs over here? Yeah. Watch movies. Yeah, he, this is how he decompresses between, you know, whispering his angry journal entries and doing science. Is, he's and, like, and, you know, figure out what the hell Cisco's talking about half the time anyway. <laughs> You know, and he like he's he's gone on Rotten Tomatoes to see what the ratings for the movies are. He's trying to figure it out. But yeah, he's no. probably spoiled half of them on Wikipedia. Really, same time. <laughs> but um, like, we think about it, though, we had all, all those questions about well, what has Jay been doing for the last few months, and so on. And the answer is, oh, he'd been gathering. It's not Jay. It's it's Zoom, and it is who Zoom is, who is Zolomon, and he's been gathering intel. He's working. working on, he, he's working on Promethean metal, mm. which. I just did a Tony. Looked up a little Promethean metal. <laughs> Cyborg is made out of Promethean metal. That's right. And yep. there was something else that was mentioned in this episode that I think is clutch. And I could mm-hmm. see our boy Diggle turning into Cyborg. Because what does he do? He asks Cisco, how's that helmet working out for you? Uh, He's already. I, I, see, I thought Diggle just had the cool helmet because everybody else on his team already had cool stuff to cover their face, too. But he's got something cooler coming. Ooh. Diggle's already and, cool. I love his character so much. Yeah, but he's going to get hurt and something turned will happen. Exactly. Yeah. David yeah. sees it. I believe something will happen can pretty much be the summary of every Arrow episode <laughs> ever. Like they, well, they, no, they would never nobody... have a shark episode because they would spend all of their time, like, all, you know, you would have. You would have. Um, Ollie, like, all worked up that his dad had secretly donated to some group that f- fracted or, or did some offshore experiment, and he'd be all guilty about that, and it would just not go well. Like, well, The and, Flash and is the show that does not the, 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 the sharks. Nobody in any of these shows is allowed to just be human, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody winds up with some kind of superpower or, yeah. or identity. Or I did kind of like that the Earth One version of King Shark just died horribly from cancer. <laughs> yeah. Like that was like, whoa, that's like dark. In three days or whatever. It was just yeah. Oh, wow. 
Mm. It's not like that. Well, it was not like no, he he fell off a ladder days before he would have been turned into a you know king shark. It's like he no, was he died so close horribly, to retiring, horribly, full of cancer. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> he just got melted. <laughs> it was like a, it was like in RoboCop when the guy got the acid on him. He just and then he was you yeah. know smushed. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that they basically eliminated the possibility of Caitlin being Killer Frost in the primary universe, though, where she's like, I don't even have the meta human genes. It's 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 pointless. Um So I, I like that they've shut down that avenue a lot. Um I do think it's kind of unfair that Cisco gets to be a meta human in two different universes, but then again he can't exactly hop back over to the other to, to Earth A and uh, go <laughs> ask his now dead doppelganger what's going on. But then, you know, maybe they made a point of saying, oh, I don't even have the metahuman gene, so that something can happen And mutate later. her again? Yeah. Yeah, well, there are no there are no definitively closed doors on this show, are there? Yeah. They're, and, and they're very... It is a show full of Chekhov's guns, right? It's <laughs> it's like every little detail, you know? And, and that's, that's one of the things that I really like about it, is mm-hmm. that it does... I mean... I haven't spent this much time thinking about who's the guy in the mask, who's Zoom. I haven't thought about that kind of thing about a TV show in years. Right. I can't remember the last yeah. time. And, and and we can't find out until... We, we're not going to get any answers until, until the end of March. March. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bastards. Brutal. Yeah. Yeah. So, curse you! But, um... <laughs> so, but hey, we can watch Legends of Tomorrow while we... No, we can't. <laughs> well, no, we could. I'm sure. I'm sure we could. I just don't. Don't encourage people. That's mean. Well, now tonight's tonight's was not bad. Okay, now listen. We did get something very interesting happen with a little crossover between us and the legends. We got mm-hmm. to see. Well, last week it was the Black Arrow when we saw him in the time vortex going from Earth One to Earth Two. Mm-hmm. We did. We got to see that guy in Legends, so that's yep, kind that's of interesting. True. And there was also, I'm pretty sure, uh, we saw in the Time Vortex uh, a quick shot of Jonah Hex, who I think I think that yes, is specifically Jonah Hex from Legend from a yep. future Legends episode. Yeah. Um. So, so those are not necessarily things that will appear um in the Flash, right? But 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 are, you know, will appear in the greater CW slash DC the, the, TV the universe. Verse. The Berlantiverse. Yes, thank you. But and you know, Gorilla Grad was in there too, so maybe we'll see more Gorilla Grad. Yeah, we could, well, I would like to see an episode where Gorilla Grad goes up against King Shark. Mm. That's like that's. I think that's exactly twice as much CGI as they have money for. <laughs> so, well, you know, once they cancel Legends of Tomorrow, they can give back the payroll. And <laughs> I think it's you get a shark or a gorilla. You can't have both. Yeah. Next. You know. <laughs> half well, shark, know. half I, I gorilla. Feel like, I feel like since since at this point, Berlanti is is pretty much keeping the CW up with like, three shows on three different mm-hmm. nights. He can probably go into the office and go, "I want a gorilla versus shark episode." And honestly, I would love to see CBS put a superhero show on Friday at eight. So it's literally every night at eight during the week, you've got some kind of DC Greg Berlanti show. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. I would not say no to that. No. I'd accept it. Yep. Sure. What could go wrong? (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, my goodness. I was thinking it could be Lantern Corps. Although I think that's more cartoon in my head. But all right. So you know what, guys? This has been pretty much um, 
we want to wrap up and respect people's time. We don't like to go longer than the episode actually did. We have no answers as to who anybody on this show is anymore, obviously. <laughs> but it was a rip-roaring episode, and also it had a shark wearing pants. Yeah. Any final thoughts to anyone else? It's the best show of the season. Right. This was a good one. I'm really, I'm sad that we we have to go a month without it. I think that this was a great way to lead into a, a little mini hiatus. So, well played, Flash. Mm-hmm. Tony took my answer. All That's right. what I do. I steal stuff. <laughs> That's what you do. All right, with you as always, I was Lisa Schmeiser. Yay! I am. Yes, there I, who, we go. Thank who, you. Who, go, who goes next? Who, I'm Tony Sindelar. Hello. You goodbye, guys, nerds. Yeah. Goodbye. Uh huh. Good night, yeah, Smos. Yeah. Bye. And and I'm. David Lore going back to Earth 2, where radio theater is spelled with an R-E at the end. Ooh. Ooh. All right. And Tony, take us out. Goodbye, nerds. (laughs) (laughs)